Nothing ruins a perfectly good grocery haul like surprise fees. That's why Kroger has free pickup, so you can get what you need and none of the extra charges you don't. Simply head to the Kroger app and start your cart and enjoy the perks of picking up groceries and household items without hidden fees. Now, the only surprise will just be how amazing that new flavor of ice cream tastes. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. You like jazz. Your passenger likes country. You settle on blues. This is the only kind of compromise you can expect inside a Lexus hybrid vehicle. That's because a Lexus hybrid is designed to go beyond compromise. Go far without having to recharge. Go fast with a formidable gasoline electric powertrain. Go with all the luxury of a Lexus. So, if you ever find yourself compromising in a Lexus hybrid, it won't be our fault. Click the banner to discover more. Lexus. Experience amazing. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. Michael C. Luckman is my guest this hour. He is the world's leading expert on celebrities and their UFO paranormal experiences. A disciple of the late Planet X author Zachariah Sitchin, Michael has studied the ancient Sumerian, Mayan, and Egyptian culture and uh, had the rare privilege of interviewing, uh, let me see, Don Thomas Calvo, the Mayan Pope, and other leading Mayan elders from the Yucatan and Guatemala. Michael's first book, Alien Rock, The Rock and Roll Extraterrestrial Connection, was read by Prince William as well as leading Hollywood celebrities. Michael taught the nation's first college course on rock music at the New School for Social Research in New York City. Hundreds of colleagues in uh, colleges and universities have since added rock music to their curriculum. Michael is currently working on a sequel to Alien Rock titled Rock Stars, Hollywood and the Alien Context, Celebrities Inside Secrets. Michael is the founder of the Cosmic Majority and director of the New York Center for Extraterrestrial Research. And listen to this, Exonation. Bill O'Reilly, the host of Fox's news channel, The O'Reilly Factor, I'm sorry, The O'Reilly Factor, told Michael, you're the guy the aliens are going to call. Joining me now from New York City is Michael Luckman. And Michael, welcome back to the Exxon. Always great having you with us. Thanks, Rob. Good to be with you. All right, so tell me, what is going on with President Clinton? Well, uh, it was very, very, very uh, unusual. It, it just knocked my socks off. This appearance of uh, Bill Clinton on the Jimmy Kimmel show mm-hmm. was so unusual is, is that presidents or former presidents just don't talk about this subject ever. They run the other way, as evidenced by... Uh, uh, President Obama, for example, when uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Will Smith's uh, kid, uh, Jaden, uh, asked him in the Oval Office about Roswell, he said he couldn't confirm nor deny uh, uh, Roswell, which the kid right away knew and said that that means he knows about it. So uh, so for Bill Clinton to go on there and to say so many different uh, 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 things, uh, such as uh, that he expects uh, that he wouldn't be surprised if there's a... Uh, an open uh, landing uh, someday, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, 
uh, that uh, uh, he said very almost the identical words to uh, that President uh, Reagan said in five different speeches that uh, uh, the nations of the world might uh, uh, forget their uh, individual differences if they were confronted with a uh, extraterrestrial uh, race coming down. Uh, particularly if there were any possibility that they might want to take us over, which is not the case. But nonetheless, uh, uh, he said that. He said that he had looked into Roswell, and he looked into Area 51, and he said a whole lot. And what really got my juices going uh, was what he said about Roswell, because I know for a fact, because I, have inside source, I had inside sources at the time in 1995 when a report was put together uh, by, uh, financed by Lawrence Rockefeller, late billionaire philanthropist here in New York, mm-hmm. uh, the oldest of the, of the four uh, Rockefeller brothers. And, and uh, Rockefeller was really pushing the Clintons, uh, both Bill and Hillary. He was using uh, Hillary's kind of as a point woman inside the White House to get Bill, uh, you know, to uh, take a stand on Roswell and open up the White House uh, uh, files on Roswell. Uh, but moreover, Rockefeller actually had... He was serving this up on a silver platter, practically. He had organized and orchestrated uh, the, uh, a group of uh, former military people, was a couple of dozen of them at least, who had worked at the Pentagon in the 1960s and 70s to prepare to go uh, before Congress to, uh, if they could uh, testify under presidential immunity so they wouldn't be prosecuted and tell what they knew about Roswell, and it was a whole lot. He avoided that, so he... Is full of bunk when he says that, <laughs> that he investigated Roswell and there's nothing to it and there's no government cover-up. Now, even more to the point, that mm-hmm. really tells you where the, where, uh, where the uh, Clintons are at. Um, during uh, Rockefeller entertained uh, the Clintons uh, at his J.Y. ranch in Jackson Hole, Wyoming in 1995. Um, he had... Um, uh, uh, virtually a uh, uh, captive audience with them because he may, had announced that he was going to make a donation uh, to the uh, Clinton uh, re-election campaign. But that they would have to, or at least the story that broke in the New York Daily News, which I leaked uh, to the news, was that they would need to listen to, the Clintons would need to listen to basically a lecture from Rockefeller on UFOs. Well, one morning, uh, Hillary is up earlier than Bill. Bill's still asleep. Uh, at the ranch. All right, what we're going to have to do here, Mike, is we're going to have to take a cliffhanger. I have to take a commercial break. Explanation, Michael C. Luckman is my very special guest this hour. We've had the pleasure of having Mike on before. He's a great guest and a good friend of the Exxon. His website is www.cosmicmajority.org. That's www.cosmicmajority.org. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Michael Luckman as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here in the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, and we're heard worldwide on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast and satellite programming. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? 
Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. Welcome back, everyone. Michael C. Luckman is my very special guest this hour, www.mycosmicmajority.org. Mike, before we left, we were talking about uh, what happened at the late Lawrence Rockefeller's JY Ranch in Jackson Hole. This is going back to Wyoming in 1995, I believe. That's correct. 
So what happened? Yeah, what happened was that Hillary was up early one morning. Uh, this is they, they they were there for a couple of weeks, so he really had a captive audience. And uh, she uh, uh, asked uh, Rockefeller not to bring the subject up again to her husband Bill. Uh, and Bill later said to Rockefeller uh, that he uh, he compared uh, the UFO subject to a uh, tar baby. And that is a folk tale. Yeah. And that basically where, the, where a figure is hit with a stick and the more you hit it, uh, the stickier it gets, uh, the more the stick adheres to the figure uh, or to the doll, whatever that is. Well, what, wasn't the tar baby in the Uncle, Tom, Uncle Tom's cabin story? Yes, I, yes, I yeah. think that's where it comes from. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, what he was saying really is essentially was that he didn't want to, you know, that it was a, a political quicksand. And once he got involved with it, it would just pull him in. And uh, so he really didn't want to uh, get uh, involved with it. Uh, so Rockefeller did make the donation uh, to uh, the Bill's uh, re-election campaign. Uh, and they were given a uh, formally uh, secret uh, report uh, that Rockefeller financed uh, called uh, UFOs, the uh, UFO uh, briefing document, the uh, best available evidence. And this was circulated to congressmen and senators, and, and even John, John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, asked me for a, uh, a copy, which I, I got to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what's in that report, uh, you know, is not earth-shaking, to tell you the truth. I mean, we know, as, as people who have been involved in the UFO uh, field for many years, we know that, that you know, we've seen, lots, we've seen most of the pertinent documents and stuff. However... Uh, uh, Bill Clinton uh, probably hadn't, nor Hillary, and it includes documents, these are formerly top-secret documents that pertain to, it includes documents uh, that uh, uh, talk about uh, UFOs visiting sensitive nuclear weapon storage areas. Uh, and it also talks about, in, in at least one document, about uh, uh, commercial airplanes encountering UFOs. So there are real national security issues and uh, issues of public safety potentially involved in all of this. And uh, for uh, Hillary Clinton, for example, as a secret- former Secretary of State, when she was Secretary of State, for mm-hmm. her to ignore all this and for Bill to ignore all of this is reprehensible. Why do you think that uh, the government just stays away from it? Is it that they know and they don't want to tell the people because they believe the people are not ready, or are there some other nefarious reasons behind it? Well, I think it's in a number of factors that play into this. Uh, one, of course, is that this cover-up has been going on for so long, mm-hmm. involves so many administrations, and and whatever's going on behind the scenes, uh, the, you know, the the, the 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 government would look extremely bad. Uh, but uh, I think the uh, yeah, I think it, they they don't think that we can handle it, uh, and I also think more importantly, uh, this was not an accident. Bill Clinton. Uh, uh, saying what he did on the Jimmy Kimmel show. He could have talked about a lot of things. Okay, Kimmel did ask him, mm-hmm. uh, but nonetheless, uh, he didn't have to stay on it. And he sta- stayed on it, and he gave pretty direct answers, although he avoided the truth in, in certain cases here. But nonetheless, he did, you know, he did uh, uh, say that they investigated Roswell, they investigated Area 51, uh, that uh, aliens, uh, that he wouldn't be surprised if there was an open landing uh, someday, and that uh, the, uh, I, I don't think any of this is accidental. 
I think that we're being prepared. Now, this has been said many, many times through the years, and you always hear, well, this is going to be the year of UFO, sure. full UFO disclosure and stuff. I, I, don't, I don't think that... Uh, uh, I, I think that this is a, a major, major step, a major step to see uh, public, uh, to gauge public reaction and to prepare us for something that's coming damn soon. Now, all of this corresponds with, the, or coincides, I should say, with what's going on with the Vatican mm-hmm. and their build-up for contact with perhaps what's been called by some theologians contact with an, a- an alien savior or, or, you know, whoever, depending on your belief system, whatever the, the you want second to coming of that. The second coming of Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and this blood moon, mm-hmm. the blood moon that was just out last night, yeah. this is the first time in like 2,000 years, and it falls on a Jewish holiday, Passover, mm-hmm. and, 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 and three more coming. Uh, two of them fall on Jewish holidays, and two of them on Christian holidays. So I, I think that there's some you know, connection there. I don't know, I'm not a theologian, so I don't know exactly sure. what it is, but I think it means something. They believe it means that it signals the, the second coming. You know, but you so, know, if you look uh, if you look throughout history, Peter, no disrespect to any any of our listeners who who have different religious philosophical beliefs, but there have been so many prophecies of the second coming of Christ coming that how does anyone take any one of them now seriously? Well, that may be, but you know, you you, you don't you, you know wherever you look today, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rob, uh, wherever you look, you see signs of what would appear to be the last days, in one sense mm. or another. I mean, my God. Here in New York City, just tonight, it would, today it was like uh, uh, close to 70, and, and, and tonight it, it, it's in the upper 20s. Yeah. Now, that's not just tonight. I mean, the weather's been seesawing like that all along. Yeah, I, 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 under, I understand that, Michael, and, and I, I appreciate what you're, what you're saying, but... We did a survey throughout the last rec- rec- uh, the uh, last weather records for over the past 100 years, and this is nothing abnormal. Well, that, I don't know that that's quite so, because uh, the earthquake uh, activity... Uh, earthquake, earthquake, earthquake activity, I agree with you 100%, is on the increase, okay. and I believe it's because of all the, the fracturing that we're doing to the Earth, as well mm-hmm. as taking out oil, which is the Earth's hydraulic fluid. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, what man, mm-hmm. uh, what mankind has done, uh, definitely uh, uh, has a lot to do with it. Uh, there's a, a new book out that I would uh, recommend. Uh, I didn't write it, but I would definitely recommend it. I don't know the name of the author, but it's easily found. It's a major book called *The Sixth Extinction*, mm-hmm. and they're they're talking about just that 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 you know the the overfishing and the fracking and and just everything that we're doing uh, yeah. to, uh, to pollute the atmosphere. Uh, the uh, nuclear uh, power plant, the Fukushima. Oh, big time, stuff. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and uh, oh, I wanted to get back though to the uh, to the Vatican. Sure, please. The, okay, there there is a there is a there is a Vatican has an observatory, a Mount Graham, uh, in Arizona, uh, and it's a massive telescope. And they came in there, I think it was just a couple of years ago, and they really, uh, you know, kind of took it over. Mm-hmm. They didn't own it originally, but they kind of took it over. I, I guess they bought it or bought into it or whatever, uh, used their, their powers of persuasion. But they got in there, and they now operate it, Jesuits, priests do. 
And it's a very powerful telescope. Now, there was just a, uh, uh, a conference of 200 uh, astronomers and scientists giving papers uh, there at uh, Mount Graham uh, Observatory, uh, papers on uh, contact with extraterrestrial life and the nature of extraterrestrial life and the religious implications of extraterrestrial life and all of those things. So there is, a, you know, a, a, a definite buildup here, and this is all happening, you know, uh, at this, you know, uh, approximately the same time. But is it possible uh, that the, the Catholic Church is getting involved in the extraterrestrial uh, hypothesis because so many of the younger generation now believe in extraterrestrials, believe that we are not alone, that they're trying to revamp and rebuild their congregation worldwide by by marketing towards the younger people, getting the new yeah, blood it, into it, the church. Yeah, Rob, it, it's an interesting point. Uh, but uh, uh, over and above that, mm -hmm. though, uh, the, 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 there are... Uh, the the uh, the Vatican uh, definitely knows about uh, Planet X. Uh, the reason I say that is that uh, uh, the third secret of Fatima. I'm sure mm -hmm. you've had guests on through the years. Oh, sure have, yeah. That. Okay. Well, you know, the third secret of Fatima uh, definitely pertains to a large object that was called a bolide by uh, Father uh, late Father Malachi Martin who was a Vatican insider and definitely had access to the third secret, well, a few people did. And he said that it has to do with this large bolide coming toward Earth. And uh, Pope John Paul uh, w was quoted as saying uh, on a separate occasion uh, that, this, that, uh, uh, that in the instance of, of uh, the reason that the Catholic Church did not divulge the third secret was what would be the point it would only serve the cause of sensationalism, almost exactly in his words, because if, if there was something that was going to be responsible for a flood of biblical proportions, mm -hmm. uh, for wiping out millions of people and more in a matter of minutes, uh, then they would not reveal it. And they haven't revealed it in all this time. Uh, I, I think that, the, the, you know, I, I, uh, I should also mention that uh, Zechariah Sitchin, my late friend, um, who uh, wrote the, the books about the 12th planet and, and, all, and popularized, basically popularized the planet X, um, uh, was in uh, uh, Rome, and uh, a man by the name of Father Balducci, uh, who's high up a demonologist, as a matter mm -hmm. of fact, for the Catholic Church, uh, drove two hours to hear Zechariah Sitchin's lecture about planet X. So, I mean, there's definitely knowledge and interest and involvement by the Vatican with Planet X. Now, there's one thing more that I have to say that really ties into all, all right. this. Not, Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, Sitchin, Sitchin, was, Sitchin was a, uh, uh, said, said that Planet X, when it, when it uh, comes toward Earth, and he didn't, by the way, uh, uh, nobody knows, uh, you know, how far away it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, he thought that it could still be maybe up to 60 years away. Nonetheless, he said that as Planet X approaches, there would be a, um, uh, a debris field that would accompany it. And that debris field would consist of meteors, asteroids, 
uh, and comics. All right, stand by, now, Michael. You and I have to take my news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Michael Luckman is our special guest. www.cosmicmajority.org. And uh, Michael and I will be back on the other side of the news. And when we come back uh, from the uh, news break, we'll also hear from Elizabeth Joyce on her psychic and astrological projections for April the 14th to the 20th. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships. Not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com. $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing. 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7, 365. Hi, this is Elizabeth Joyce with the Exxon. This is the week we begin on April 14th. Although we may feel more relaxed as our emotions gain clarity, this is no time to get lazy since we're experiencing transformation on a global scale. Dynamic aspects to revolutionary Uranus and powerful Pluto continue to drive powerful, profound changes that impact all of our lives. This week brings Pluto retrograde, the full moon in Libra with an eclipse, Mercury and Uranus meet up, and the sun moves into Taurus on the 18th. And then comes Easter with the Jupiter-Pluto face-off. Get ready to rock and roll because this could be a week that music never stops. During the next five months, it's important to remember that although you may not always be able to control circumstances, you are always in control of how you react and respond to them. Mental sparks fly by on Monday, flooding the mind with exciting new information, encouraging some out-of-the-box type thinking. The 15th is tax day in the U.S., beginning of Passover, and a full moon lunar eclipse in Libra, the first one in over four years. This eclipse is visible in its entirety over all of North America. Visible for five hours, the eclipse could trigger a surge of protests, outbursts, and explosions over the next five weeks. So try to keep a low profile, stay calm, and have patience. 
The sun moves into Taurus on Friday and a very powerful and creative time when it can easily make steady progress for you if you stay focused. Slow-moving Taurus appreciates the status quo and not any time when abrupt changes are appreciated. They will come, though, over the next week with the Grand Cross on the 28th. So remember that Easter is about death and resurrection. Life comes out of death and light follows darkness. Your Jupiter benevolence is on the way to you. Get ready for change and open your arms and heart to your good. For more information about Elizabeth Joyce or to make a one-on-one private consultation, visit her website at www.new-visions.com and she does consultations worldwide on Skype. My guest this hour, Exonation, the one and only Michael C. Luckman. His website is www.cosmicmajority.org. So when we're talking about Planet X, we've got the Vatican with their observatory. We've got uh, the Vatican going to listen to the late Zachariah Sitchin, who was one of the one of the one of the most knowledgeable gentlemen when it comes to Planet X, the Anunnaki right. and the Sumerian texts. What does this mean to you, Mike? Mike, you've been studying UFOs uh, for years. Uh, you know, you've been speaking to the who's who in the rock and roll about UFOs. You, you've done a lot of work uh, studying uh, the Planet X. You, 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 you know, you, you talked to Giorgio Tsoukalakis uh, from Ancient Aliens. What does all this information that you've been fortunate enough to be part of bring you to what conclusion? Well, it's a, it's a very important question. <laughs> I'll try my best to answer it. Um, I think we are uh, fortunate in one way uh, to be living in what's going to be the most exciting, uh, challenging, and revealing times. Uh, on the other hand, I do think that it's, you know, that it is essentially the, the end times, whether you're religious or not. I think it does add up uh, to that. But are, are the, the end times as such where the world will start, will stop to exist? Or is it the end times of the way we look at life, the way we look at religion, and the way we have perceived in the past our very own existence? Well, I think that that song, uh, It's the End of the World as We Know It, mm-hmm. pretty much uh, uh, sums it up. Uh, you know, uh, everything everything is going to change. Mm-hmm. The changes are going to be very rough uh, for most of us. Uh, and uh, you know, it's a process uh, from the my, from my discussions with the uh, with the Mayans. Uh, you know, this whole thing about the uh, end of the world mm-hmm. on uh, December twenty first, two thousand twelve. That was really a, a, a set up deal. I mean, I challenge any media organization, and they're the ones who put this story out to tell me which Mayan or what is their source for that, you know, phony claim. It was Terrence uh, that, McKinnon. That, it was Terrence McKinnon. Was it? He, yeah, it was Terrence McKinnon. He was he was uh, laced on acid or some other hallucinogenic <laughs> yeah. uh, drug. He came up yeah. with this story, and people bought into it. And they bought into it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the kind of a story that they could run with and make hay of. Of and course. Then, and, then, and, and, and then, like a paper tiger, just, you know, tear yeah. it down. And that's what and that's what happened. But anyway, uh, the 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 Mayan uh, 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 pope, who's the 
highest spiritual leader of mm-hmm. the Mayan people from Guatemala. He was here to address the UN. I, I was fortunate enough to meet him and, and, and interview him uh, for a couple hours. And uh, I also uh, had contact with uh, several of the other key mm-hmm. uh, Mayan uh, 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 elders. Uh, and what it really comes down to is that the, the, the earth has been disturbed by... We've taken advantage of the earth. Sure have. And now it's coming, it's coming back on us. Mm-hmm. And as a result... Uh, there are, and, and some of these Mayan elders, by the way, do believe in Planet X, and they do believe in a possible pole shift, depending on which one you talk to. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, they think that we're going to have to go through a very, very trying, very, very trying times, which I believe this is the beginning of, uh, to get to the next level. Yeah. Uh, and not all of us are going to survive. And I'll even go farther than that, and it's not a pleasant thought, but I, I would say the majority of people alive today will not make it. But, and, and so this is the reason, uh, Rob, why, why you know, uh, uh, people uh, tend to uh, uh, shut their, their eyes and their, their close their ears, uh, because this is not welcome news, and it has to do with their very existence. Uh, so my advice to people is, uh, you know, uh, 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 prepare, essentially prepare, uh, don't panic, mm-hmm. There are lots of things that you can do, uh, certain sections of the world that are safer than others, relatively speaking only, because no place is completely safe. And there are certain things you can do in terms of storing food and basic stuff that, uh, you know, people need to uh, start to do, and some people are doing it already. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm very concerned about uh, the economy seems to be just like, like very, uh, mm-hmm. extremely, world economy, and extremely thin ice. And, and, and once that starts to cave in, I, I'm afraid that we're going to have real problems in terms of food, in, ter- in terms of, you know, uh, riots. Uh, well, look uh, at the uh, geopolitical situation. Look at the geopolitical yeah. situation today with Russia, the Ukraine, and how it's, a, you know, how it may affect the partners in, in countries that are very close that are part of NATO. If you attack one country in NATO, you attack them all. And yeah. it, it, there's a very, very sensitive geopolitical balancing act going on right now. You had a, you had a Russian fighter buzz a U.S. naval destroyer 12 times yes. yesterday. Yeah, no, I know. It's getting very, very, very difficult. Very it is. Tough situation. You know, and I'm, yeah, glad, I, and I'm glad cool heads are prevailing. Right. Um, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, and, uh, you know, it's very frightening, really, mm-hmm. uh, when you look at it. And, uh, uh, but I do think, uh, you know, I, I understand that, that, that the, 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 the biblical prophets, I understand, uh, had said that they wish that they could be alive in this particular time period to see their prophecies if, if they were coming true mm-hmm. and how they were playing out. And so I think we're out to see a lot of stuff, and this blood moon thing is just the beginning. I, you know, uh, a lot of things. And uh, for example, uh, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Indians, uh, the American, the uh, uh, the, the uh, Hopi Indians, I believe, yeah, uh, believe in in this rare white buffalo mm-hmm. signaling a, a new beginning. Yeah. And this white and and a number of white buffaloes, very rare, very rare. Uh, buffaloes have been born in the United States. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Jewish people believe in um, 
a rare uh, red heifer, which dates back all the way to the time, the, the reference all the way back to the time of uh, uh, the King Solomon uh, Temple, uh, with roughly uh, in the area where the Temple Mount is today. Uh, that the, the heifer has been born, which mm-hmm. is a cow basically, has been uh, has been uh, has been born. So there are all of these uh, signs wherever you look, and, and look, I mean, you've got birds, fly, uh, uh, birds by the hundreds of thousands falling out of the sky, uh, you know, but Mike, uh, whatever's you... behind that, but that's happening, uh, you know, uh, we have fish by the hundreds of thousands washing up on the shore. But Michael, you know as well as I do that any prophecy can be fulfilled by what is happening in the world. Any prophecy. You make a prophecy today, within the next three months, it can be filled, just by, just by current events. It can be. You know, I, I had told the uh, New York Daily News, uh, three, three reporters, uh, I told uh, at a press conference I had here uh, uh, eight months before Hurricane Sandy. Uh, I didn't give a date, and I'm not a psychic, mm-hmm. uh, though I do think I have some psychic abilities. But I said that New York is extremely prone the flooding. And now New York City is talking about building a, uh, a wall yes. around the city, yeah. to a, a defense, what they're calling a defense system. Well, it makes sense because the ocean is rising. Absolutely. You know, you've got, you've, you've got the, ice, the, ice, uh, she, uh, the ice fields melting, the water right. is going into the ocean, the ocean is rising. So to right. build a wall to protect any city that is on the coast, a coastal city, makes perfectly good sense to me. But it what does. they should also do is try and stop the cause. Global warming. Let's start working on it. And here's well, a question yeah, for you, Michael. War- yeah. Here, let me ask you this question. If there are extraterrestrials who have been part of our past and who are, many believe, watching us today, why don't they intercede? And, and help us to rectify the problems that we, their children, their creations, have created on this earth. Well, I could, I could pose another hypothetical. Uh, how about, why doesn't God intercede? Well, isn't... isn't I, yeah, it, I mean, there's no... <laughs> yeah. You know, because there are a lot of people who believe that we were created by extraterrestrials, that early civilized man called extraterrestrials gods because they didn't know what else to call them. Yes. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think that the, um, um, it, it, it gets very, very uh, 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 detailed as mm-hmm. far as the, uh, you could read in, uh, in Sitchin's books, and at this point he had written about the 12 uh, books by the time when he died, uh, and they're translated in languages all over the world. Um, you know, there were all kind, There were factions even among the the the, the space gods, so-called, or the, or the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as to what to do, uh, basically, uh, with the human race. And uh, you know, the uh, the flood of Noah seems like that is real. I'll tell you why. Uh, there was a. I don't know if you uh, read about this. The uh, the British Museum currently has on display a. Uh, a uh, piece of uh, a, a carving, a small car- uh, carving, less than the size of a person's hand. And that carving dates back 
approximately a few thousand years, uh, which is that that time period of the biblical flood, as well mm-hmm. as the uh, uh, supposed passing of uh, Planet X every uh, 3,200, 3,600 years. Um, and it talks about, in this carving, the, the, uh, uh, what it means is that it talks about instruction. It gives instructions for building an ark, not the ark that we are familiar with, but an ark nonetheless, uh, a circular ark, a very large two-story ark uh, that was to house animals two by two from each species. Now, that says a whole lot to me as far as, the, you know, that some of the Bible, at the very least, some of the Bible yeah. uh, is, is, is true, uh, and uh, that uh, there was a biblical flood, most likely, uh, and, uh, and that there will be a flood of biblical proportions uh, maybe caused by uh, the you know, passage the, of Planet X. The, the, the concept of a worldwide flood and Noah having two of each animal yep. to to see the breeds exist after the flood. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Where did he get well, the penguin? The concept or, 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 or to actually pull it off? To actually pull it off. Where did he get the polar oh. bears from? Where did he get the penguins from? What about, <laughs> you know, there's so many questions that make no sense with that. Or, well, or, I, was I it actually, or was it actually two of each animal's DNA? Ah. No, I don't think it was that at all, though that would make some sense. But no, I don't think it was. I, I think it was basically the animals that were, you know, that they had access to. But if there was a worldwide flood, if there was a worldwide flood, wouldn't the animals in Africa have been destroyed? Wouldn't the animals in uh, other parts of the world that are not indigenous to the sure. the Mediterranean area been destroyed? But they yeah. they lived on, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I think the yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't answer that. Yeah. It's too large a question. That, that's why I never bought into that story. It didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, uh, as I uh, as I was uh, saying before, mm-hmm. though, uh, the, the meteors there's an increase of maybe twenty twenty five percent in the number of meteors and asteroids and comets that are coming this way. Uh, it it started approximately the time or the buildup anyway started about a year ago. As you recall, there was that uh, uh, big uh, meteor that uh, came down uh, uh, in Russia uh, mm-hmm. that yeah. caused, uh, you know, uh, breaking of windows, yep. and about 1,200 people got uh, uh, got injured. Uh, fortunately, it was only 1,200 because uh, it could have done massive damage had it hit. It had the force of about 30 Hiroshima bombs, according to the calculations of scientists. So uh, now, since that time, in fact. The same. The next day, there was a, uh, a, a meteor about 150 foot across, nowhere near as large as the Russian one, uh, that missed hitting Earth by five minutes. Hitting wow. Earth by five minutes. And Michael, I hate to do this, buddy, yeah. but the timing is up. We have to take our okay. final break. Exonation, Michael Luckman, www.cosmicmajority.org. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? 
Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Exonation. Michael C. Luckman is my special guest this hour. It's always great having Mike on the show. His website is www.cosmicmajority.org. And uh, Michael is the author of Alien Rock, The Rock and Roll Extraterrestrial Connection. And he's also working on a new book entitled Rock Stars, Hollywood and the Alien and Alien Contact Celebrities Inside Secrets. Once again, his website is www.cosmicmajority.org. Mike, as always, great having you on the show, my friend. Um, t- tell, tell me when or if the news will ever break that Planet X is real, and if it is broken, who's going to break it? Well, this is, again, one of those impossible questions to answer. Sorry. Uh, but, no, I, uh, I think that the existence of Planet X... Uh, coming, uh, the uh, existence of Planet X uh, uh, in an orbit uh, coming toward Earth uh, will be uh, only uh, made public at the last possible second mm-hmm. or last possible minute uh, when the government has no other choice. The panic that would ensue uh, 
would be phenomenal. Uh, and I, for that reason, uh, they're going to keep it bottled up uh, as as most as best they can. You know, I, I can understand the government being able to suppress the. Um, you know, NASA, as well as the other uh, observatories and professionals that they have under their control. But when it comes to the amateur astronomers, how are they going to control them from from getting the information out into the media? Well, you know, there were, uh, I'm not sure that they can. However, uh, amateur astronomers who have found uh, meteors and other objects in space mm-hmm. uh, before uh, many times... Um, uh, you know, have not uh, come up with anything convincing. Now, they may, but it hasn't happened uh, so far. Uh, but uh, uh, the, uh, there's no question that the comets and the, and the asteroids that are coming toward Earth are, are increasing. Yeah. And my question for NASA is, uh, and for a guy, by, there's a guy by the name of David Morrison, who's a NASA's astrophysicist, and he's a big guy. With, he's director of the Carl Sagan uh, Institute or something like that, uh, and I challenged him uh, uh, to come on to my radio show, uh, Cosmic Majority, to be interviewed uh, about Planet X, and he absolutely refused to go on. Uh, but there has to be an explanation. If it's not Planet X that's causing meteors and asteroids and comets to come toward Earth, with with you know with a vengeance, mm-hmm. this is happening all the time. Every single week, you can find uh, video and, and and sightings of it. Uh, what's causing it? What else could possibly cause it? I have not gotten an answer yet. I'm working on it, but I don't expect that I'm going to get any other answer. I think it is Planet X, and I don't know why we can't see it. Although some people claim, of course, that they have, and mm-hmm. why you know there haven't been any convincing photographs of it. And it is a very large body. It's five times bigger than Earth, supposedly. Um, but um, I think that this is a harbinger of Planet X, these, these meteors and, and other objects are coming uh, uh, toward Earth. Hey, Mike, you and I have got to say so long for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Take care of yourself, my friend, and if you get any other breaking news, give me a call. Let me know. We'll right, get you on right. as soon as we can. Take care of yourself, Thanks Michael. Good night, sir. Okay. Exonation. Michael Luckman has been my guest this hour. www.cosmicmajority.org. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and heard around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates and satellite programming carriers. We'll be back. Don't go away. You like jazz. Your passenger likes country. You settle on blues. This is the only kind of compromise you can expect inside a Lexus hybrid vehicle. That's because a Lexus hybrid is designed to go beyond compromise. Go far without having to recharge. Go fast with a formidable gasoline electric powertrain. Go with all the luxury of a Lexus. So, if you ever find yourself compromising in a Lexus hybrid, it won't be our fault. Click the banner to discover more. Lexus. Experience amazing.